Or, or he fixes it up, breaks up with her. Now he's sitting on millions of dollars because you didn't spark this real estate His mogul. Entre- this mogul. <laughs> His entrepreneurial side has been inflamed. Now he rolling around with multiple Rolexes. In his Rolls Royce. And, and another girl. And another baby mama. I'm just going to say baby. Sitting in, sitting in your spot. Why which you, you gave him this. And now you're like, oh, this is what we're going to do. You're listening to the Snob OS Podcast. The podcast for Apple Snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And this is Nika Monfort, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. And you're listening to the Snob OS Podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. So how was your week? Has things died down? You kind of making headway of stuff or still kind of all over the place? Um, It's pretty much calmed down primarily because today was my last day in the office until March 9th. Okay. So birthday stuff or just off or what's going on? Well, um, birthday stuff. Cause I normally take the week of my birthday off and then it's just been pretty chaotic. So I have to technically work on Thursday and Friday, but very sporadically, I'll just probably be, you know, checking email every now and then and hopping on a couple calls as necessary. But for the most part, I'm ready to completely disengage and completely turn off my laptop, put it in a closet and not see it again until I'm forced to. Oh, they're going to let you do that or are you just going to do it? Oh, I'm just doing it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I've, I've said in my out of office, I have no access okay. to email gotcha. Gotcha. or phone. So right. <laughs> you can try, All right. but uh, you're not going to succeed. Okay. So, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Just you know, after last week's you know fiasco, yeah, to to this week, it's quieted down, and I guess probably is more of the way I'm reacting to situations. That's been the biggest difference. So so yeah, I just had to change the way I was looking at things, and you know, realize corporations are corporations, and at the end of the day. They are looking out for the interests of their shareholders and all that razzmatazz and not so much necessarily for employees. So, well, I mean, you, you hope you, you, you hope that companies are just as loyal as they want the employees to be. Uh, in some cases, maybe that's the case, but historically, economically, fiscally speaking, not so much. Not. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's one of the things when, you know, the the type of person that I, that I am, I go in with, you know, the full gusto, you know, because I, my work represents me and I like to do all things great and in order and, and excellence and all that, you know, good stuff. And so just when you are giving, you know, not a, you're all, but you're giving, you know, significant effort and you're, you know, leading and doing and all the kudos and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes time for, you know, the, what they call the, the rubber to hit the road Mm -hmm. is, well, well, actually, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, I just had to, you know, refocus and put my energies, you know, onto the more positive side of things and, you know, just keep them moving. All right. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I guess you? that's all we can do. Yeah. Um, so my on a, on a lighter note, uh, you know, we kind of talked about what was going on with our family last week. And again, I uh, appreciate all the people who've reached out, all the people who've said nice things, you know, definitely uh, pray for us. Definitely, you know, give us a congratulatory congratulations, condolences uh, for again, for those who don't know my wife, um, uh, her mother passed of uh, cancer. So, you know, we're still trying to pick up from that. You know, again, like I said, thank you for all the uh, well wishes and the condolences. But on a lighter note, um, my daughter's birthday was this past weekend. So this is the 12 year old, the, the, we've got a preteen in the house now or a tween or whatever they call them, mm-hmm. you know, so she hung out with her friends. They did a little sleepover and, you know, finally, 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 gift which, time. yeah, gift time. So she finally got her, her first phone. So, you know, I, like I said, I found a, a deal on an iPhone eight, which is what she asked for. Uh, you know, they've got. The iPhone 10, the iPhone 10R, the iPhone 10S, all those different newer models. But she wanted an iPhone 8. And as what we will kind of explain later in the show, you get people what they, they want. So, for. Right. You get people what you whatever they want, you get it for them. Do anything else. There may be some issues. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But all that to say, you know, she enjoyed it. You know, um, you know, she got some nice cases for it you know my um my folks sent her some money uh, for her birthday and we actually i actually walked her through on on top of setting everything up showing her the ropes but Mm -hmm. she already knows she already kind of gets the hang of it because she already has an ipad Mm -hmm. so an iphone just has a cellular connection but everything else is pretty much the same but you know with the phone comes more responsibility more a little bit more freedom so um one of the things that she needed was the little dongle because in the, of course I found a hookup iPhone. Well, not, it, it wasn't a cheap one, but it's not brand new. So mm-hmm. in the newer boxes, I think they come with the, the headphone dongle, mm-hmm. uh, but this one didn't. Mm-hmm. So her first online purchase, I actually walked her through the process going to apple.com, you know, finding stuff and actually paying for it and purchasing it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she just got it in the mail today. So that was her first online purchase, purchase. with her phone. So mm-hmm. she's, She's, you know, excited about it. Of course, phone goes everywhere with her. You of know, we course. Went to, went to uh, softball practice yesterday. Of course, she had to take the phone. It's in her back pocket. I'm like, put that in your bag. So she puts it in the bag, like, can't leave it in the car, you know, all that stuff. So, <laughs> but she, you know, first couple of days, you know, she seems responsible. I uh, put some restrictions on it. You know, she kind of huffed and puffed about that. And I told her, well, you know, I'll put the light stuff on there and then I'll, you know, we'll, you have to meet me halfway. Mm-hmm. I ain't just going to let you have the phone free. It's not free range. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not going to lock it down like I should be. Like, you know, what you would expect from a 12-year-old. I'm right. going to give you a little bit of freedom. But at the same time, it's going to be locked down a little bit. And just know that any funny business, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. It ain't. It, it's not a matter of locking the phone down tighter. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the phone away. Oh, we're not, it's I'm completely not, gone. <laughs> we're not playing that. <laughs> I don't need to be caught up in those situations because, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm telling you now, I'm going to give you some freedom. But with that freedom comes great responsibility. Yeah. You mess it up. Ain't no warnings. You, you just gone. not going to have a phone, a phone. So snatched up. Yeah. So, but she's, I'm not saying that as a, you know, I know she's going to get into some trouble because she's, you know, a pretty good kid. You know, of course, all 
12 year olds, you know, you give them an inch. She's you know, still they, a kid. She's still a kid. Yeah. But you know, um, laying the stuff out early, you know, and then pray that she, you know, uh, is responsible. Yeah. You just set an expectation right. of what you're, you know, expecting from her. Right. Cause and the yeah. whole responsibility thing and, you know, she's growing up, she'll be a teenager soon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just going ahead. And if you do those type of things with, seemingly small things when the big things come right they'll already know you know how to handle you know those types of situations exactly because that's what a lot of parents don't do yeah is they don't set the rules don't set the expectations stuff goes haywire and then they're trying to react and yep. figure out you know now it goes from you know uh i didn't say anything now we got to have this long conversation because right. of this whatever thing that happened. instead of having that initial step right right yeah. so yeah so other than that like i said everything went cool you know she had a good time all her all her friends have a phone, so she finally feels part of the crew. A part of the group. <laughs> right, because, you know, they all had their, again, they all had their iPhone 11s and iPhone 10Rs and iPhone 10 and She got a little iPhone 8, but mm-hmm. she's happy with it. Again, that's what she asked for. That's, that's what, what we bought. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So that's that was our weekend in a nutshell. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, all right, all right, let's uh, get into the show. This section is the lowdown where we talk all things Apple and it doesn't look like a lot of stuff went on with the exception of the Apple shareholder meeting. And even in the Apple shareholder meeting, wasn't a lot going on. Wasn't a lot. Right, right. They, uh, you know, I'm reading a story from BGR and they kind of surmise all the stuff that they talked about. They, you know, Tim Cook talked about the coronavirus, which surprisingly, um, he really didn't talk about it outside of we're evaluating the situation and we'll get back to you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. that was the pretty much surmise about the coronavirus of course again like we talked about last week everybody's kind of like don't want to freak out but Mm -hmm. it's almost at the boiling point where people need to start freaking out because it's across across the border this in the united states now exactly so it's starting to get heavy now but everybody's kind of like well we're not we we want to freak out but we don't want to freak out you know so again like i said tim cook kind of was just like yeah you know we're evaluating you know what we're going to do, you know, he's uh, in his quote, um, it's a dynamic situation and that Apple is primarily focused on the health of its employees, which is kind of like a bunch of, we ain't going to freak out, but we freaking out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to pretend like nothing's going on. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Right. Yeah. Cause your boy (laughs) sent out a tweet today saying that it's all good. Everybody's just overreacting. Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. America's great. We don't have any problems with Corona. So that's it. You know, like I said, everybody is expecting, you know, Apple to slow down, if not shut down completely because most of the, all of the iPhones are made in China. All the China factories are shut down and so on and so forth. Right. So in addition to that, he talked about the uh, somebody at an annual shareholder meeting to give people background is where Apple executives and major shareholders, not just you and your 10 or 20 stocks. We're talking about major shareholders, board of directors, executives, folks who got the cash. Right. Right. They have the opportunity to ask questions, you know, kind of like discuss what's going on. And then Apple, uh, Apple slash Tim Cook as a CEO responds. So, you know, people are kind of bringing up these questions. Like I said, people talked about the coronavirus. Uh, another thing they talked about was um, they talked about Apple TV and programming, which uh, Apple TV is not. If you Apple TV plus, which is their TV subscription service, all of the content is uh, original content. 
Mm-hmm. You think of Netflix, you think of HBO, you think of Hulu, you think of Amazon Prime, a lot of those, um, uh, uh, Disney Plus, mm-hmm. a lot of them do original content, but they also, you know, buy and license mm-hmm. stuff that's already done. Right. So one of the popular things that people are talking about is a Friends reunion or a reboot or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, and I guess people reached out wanting to know if Apple was that something Apple would be interested in purchasing or whatever. And Tim Cook was like, nah, we just stick with the original content. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he said, I love friends who doesn't love friends, but at the same time, I don't see Apple, you know, rehashing or redoing reboots or buying reruns. That's not how Apple rolls. Right. Plus that's a lot of money to shell out for friends because like at the height, they, they making, were making like uh-huh. millions and millions of dollars per show. And it's like, what six or seven of them mm-hmm, and yep. they were all that's a lot of money and that's per they were making millions per episode yep. so yeah so then we talked they talked about that another thing they talked about was um apple's quote-unquote dispute with the fbi over lock, unlocking phones uh specifically uh belonging to a, the pensacola shooter i can't remember which shooter that was but i had to look it up but a, oh i thought it was a san bernardino guy that they had the big issue that with. was the first one right and then they had another one uh the it's sad it's but so all, many i don't all know these which one shooters are starting all these are starting to run together which yeah is sad right but um apple yeah, tim cook emphasized that apple will not cede to the fbi's demand and create a back door now if fbi wants to do their fbi work and figure out their own back door that's what they'll have to do of course, Apple will try to patch it, but they're not going to willingly voluntarily create a backdoor no. for the Apple, for, I mean, for the FBI, for the government, anybody at police, anybody to voluntarily be able to get into the backdoor, which again, data security versus, you know, um, protection, you know, that's that whole debate there. So uh, that's one of the things he talked about. Um, other than that, that's pretty much it. Everybody, you know, they, Everybody kind of knows that wearables is what's hot. And of course they um, quoted some numbers to the tune of like $40 billion is what Apple is doing in uh, wearables, which is the Apple watch and probably the AirPods, Mm -hmm. you know, and other than that, that is it from the shareholders meeting. Um, I I haven't looked at the stock. I don't know if the stock climbed or went down as a result of the shareholder meeting. I'm pretty sure it's kind of staying still in, in weight of what's going to happen with the whole coronavirus thing. But again, that's pretty much it. Didn't too much come out of it. No shocking, no revolutionary, no hints at no, any sort of new hardware, software, anything like that. So that was pretty much it for the Apple shareholder meeting. All right. All right. It looks like, like I said, it wasn't too much going on with Apple, but I did see a story about Apple is possibly planning, um, over the air iOS recovery for iOS devices. And so basically what this means is normally, you know, if we have a problem with our phone, you can erase the content and go to uh, factory settings, right. start it over as a new phone. And if you've got it backed up, restore from a backup. But if you have to go into data recovery mode, like you need to recover your data or you need to recover the iOS because something manufacturer or technic- technologically happened to where you just can't restart from scratch. Most cases, right up until now, you have to plug up your phone to iTunes and do the inter- um, do the iOS recovery or take it to Apple and let them recover it that way. What right. it looks like in the latest 13.4 beta, there are some 
technology in there called OS recovery that will enable people to, instead of having to connect to iTunes on a PC or Mac or take it to the Apple store, you can just start this uh, OS recovery over the web. So you think of like, um, I don't know if you're familiar, but Max, if you're having a problem with reinstalling the software, Mm -hmm. you can go into internet recovery mode Mm -hmm. on a Mac and then it'll talk to Apple. Apple will download the latest uh, OS that came with your Mac or the latest one available Mm -hmm. from the internet. And then you can start from there if you can't recover. So same thing for iOS, you'll be able to talk to Apple. They'll confirm, validate your device, confirm and validate what operating system, push it down to your device. And hopefully you can get it back up and running without too much issue or without taking it to Apple or plugging it up to a PC or Mac. Right. And I think it's just another way that they are, you know, again, we've talked, the hardware isn't changing so much. Right. So this is just another way to me, it seems as if they're trying to make refresh the device and one less way to have something manually connected to something. You can do this recovery over the air, meaning that you don't have to plug it into something else. It can be essentially standalone. So I just think it's another way of maybe, you know, people using their mobile devices and their tablets, you know, more than their laptops. Right. So it's just one way of, I don't have to worry about lugging my laptop with me wherever I go. If something were to happen, I could do it over the air and boom, I could just have my phone and my my tablet and, you know, leave the bulky laptop at home. Right. So again, this is a beta software. Apple could or could not include it into the latest uh, version of iOS 13. So don't take our word for it. Like I said, they could scrap this at any time. But of course, anytime Apple puts out anything, these eagle eyed journalists and they are on on top of it. This is just one of the things that they found in the latest beta. So, all right. I think that is it for that. And then one other story, of course, Uh, you know, I'm a big uh, smart home uh, advocate and there aren't a lot of products that get home kit support, which is Apple's version of smart home technology, but it looks like one of the more popular, um, mesh routers and what mesh routers are for those who don't know is instead of you having one router that connects to your internet, you have one main router and then you have these little satellites that you place around the house to cover your house in Wi-Fi. So one of the more popular ones, Eero, um, they just got an update to add HomeKit support to those routers to where what you'll be able to do is it'll give you additional security because that's what HomeKit is all about. In addition to being smart house and having additional features that you can connect with your phone, your iPhone, your, your Mac, your iPad, your Apple watch, it offers additional security. So with this HomeKit compatibility for Aero routers, there isn't that a whole lot of flash with the new features, but it's uh, security which is one of the main features that comes with this latest home kit um, integration. And basically what it offers is three levels of security. The first one is restrict to home, which means devices can only interact with home kit through your Apple devices, no access to the internet. So the negative about that is you won't get any firmware updates, things like that. You'll have to disable that, make sure your uh, home kit enabled devices are connected to the internet to get firmware and then cut it back off. The second one is automatic. You know, it just gives regular internet access to HomeKit, uh, which are connections recommended by the home, uh, manufacturer. So anything that Arrow may need to connect to the internet for, that's what HomeKit will allow. 
And then you have no restriction to where you can open it wide open and then any devices can connect to it at any time. Of course, they've got to get into the, have the right security and validation. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, they can connect to the Internet, you know, at will. So if you are a little bit conscious about your smart home uh, connecting to any and everything, uh, HomeKit is just one way to lock it down even more. And it is nice to see that some of these other manufacturers are finally starting to adopt more HomeKit functionality. So I just wanted to put that in there because I'm hoping <laughs> that more <laughs> companies will do it because I don't want to have to switch out all of all my routers <laughs> to get <laughs> to, I, I just hope it just pushes out to more devices, but it is what it is. So there, there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's definitely, it's going there as more people start to use all of these different devices, Alexa or, you know, um, whatever they call their, yeah. you know, Google, Google, and, yeah. yeah, whatever the other assistants are mm -hmm. and how everything is so interconnected already. I mean, when you think about your Apple devices, everything is connected, your tablet, your mm -hmm. laptop, your, and you're familiar with yeah. the operating system, you're right. familiar with how things work right. and you don't want to have to piecemeal everything together. Like right. I currently do. I use Apple devices for one thing. I use Amazon for another thing. I use Google home for another thing. You know, I didn't use the, you know, I don't want to, I don't have piecemeal all together. I want everything to be connected. One solution, bring it in. It connects or at, seamlessly or at the very least one interface yeah. to where I can talk to all this stuff. Yeah. I don't mind having Google for this and Amazon for that and Apple for this and whatever for that. As long as I can log into one interface mm -hmm. and control it and all, all of your devices from that one between app and website and app and yeah. this and that and this and that so on and so forth. Yeah. So that's all that is. All right, so I think that is it for the lowdown. Let's move into second string where we talk all things not Apple, but as it relates to technology. And it looks like a story that we talked about before. Clearview AI mm -hmm. has billions of our photos mm -hmm. and it looks like something's went down with that. So Yeah, so remember we talked a couple weeks ago about um, this clear AI where if you're walking down the street, Someone could, you know, snap your photo and find out your your personal data, your name, your phone number, your address, those types of things. Just from a picture. Just from a picture. And originally it was intended for law enforcement mm -hmm. um, to use. Well, they've been breached. They currently have. I'm shaking my head if you can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> like Tara said, billions of photos for facial wreck. So the company has patched the, 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 the flaw that caused a data breach. Right. But in the meantime, whomever, they don't know who, who did it. It hasn't been responsible. They got access. They didn't get access to the servers, but they did breach, you know, their system. And the, the statement from their attorney, um, Tor Eichland, mm -hmm. um, says that unfortunately data breaches are a part of our life. Our servers were never accessed. He added that the company continues to strengthen its uh, security procedures and the flaw that has been patched. What, uh, what's I think key to note is that the customer list was accessed. Mm -hmm. So I just said that this was built for law enforcement. So police forces, um, other law enforcement agencies. And I see now banks, uh -huh. why would a bank need this? Uh -huh. huh. So the company list was accessed. That's where the breach was. So now they have all of this content information for all of these, you know, law enforcement entities. Allegedly they could have 
uh, I'm going to put allegedly because mm-hmm. we don't know. We but don't they, know. They, what the, what the guy said is they gained unauthorized access to his customer list. But again, what Nika said, we're not just talking about me and you mm-hmm. as the customers. We're talking about the people who planned on using, using it. Clearview, which is law enforcement agency, law enforcement agencies, police forces, and banks. And in the original uh, article that we read, they didn't mention anything about banks. They said this was strictly a tool for law enforcement to be able to quicker, quickly quickly find, Mm -hmm. you know, people who are out here committing crimes or people missing or whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is supposed to be a helpful thing, but nobody mentioned banks before. And now banks are now, um, in the mix. And my thing is, they're saying they are telling us that they uh, only gained unauthorized access to this customer list, mm-hmm. but I'm sure they have to do a deeper dive. They probably found, you know, the protocol in incident management. You find the issue, you patch it, but you know, as we know with any of these type of breaches, you know, we probably won't know for you know a while the depth of what could have been accessed. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was just it. Maybe they just access a customer list. But if someone is gaining access, they said they didn't get to the servers, but I'm trying to figure out if they didn't gain access to their servers, are they meaning only the servers that contain the, the photographs and the metadata that goes along with those photographs? Or are they just talking about servers that just house? They had to get the customer lists are probably in databases. So they had to, they on had servers. to, yeah, on servers. <laughs> so they had to have access to some servers. They had access to something for them to put out a press release to say they gained unauthorized ac- access, just like we were claiming that, you know, people are kind of downplaying the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You know, this could possibly allegedly be this company Clearview downplaying the uh, idea that their database, which includes millions of photos and its client list, which includes now banks and law enforcement, mm-hmm. which is the two places you don't want people to breach somebody gain unauthorized access to. So on top of them scrubbing the internet for pictures that they plan on using in order to a quote, uh, quote unquote solve crimes and, you know, saving kids, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. It's just another thing to be concerned about as it relates to our data. And yeah. I just wanted to, at the very end of this story, um, I just wanted to do this quote, uh, in an interview with CNN business earlier this month, Clearview AI, AI founder and CEO downplay concerns about this technology. He said he wants to build a quote, great American company with quote, the best intentions. And we all know what the road to hell is paved with good intentions. intentions. So all that to say, uh, again, I don't want to, even though we probably sound like it, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. I don't want people to believe that the internet, the the government is out to get us. It's just, we have to realize and recognize and just peep game that our data is important and people are trying to get it all the time. So we just need to be aware. Like I ain't trying to scare nobody, but we just need to be aware of what your data, who has your data and what possibly they're doing with it and what possibly could be done with it. Right. And it's one thing to, for him to say that, you know, you know, we have the best intentions, but there is a lot of technology that has had noble intentions that have been turned Uh to use for, I won't even say nefarious, but 
turned to use for different purposes than what it was intended initially intended for. I mean, and that's a lot of things. Social media, for example, you know, social media started as a way for us to connect with family and friends, uh, to, to find your tribe, to you're, you're, you live on different sides of the country. You're connecting with old school friends, family members. It's a way to show pictures and, you know, Hey, how you doing? You know, but look we, at look at where we are with it now. Everybody's yelling on the internet. We use it. People have used it for revenge porn. People have used it to stalk people. Swatting you know. people. Right, I mean, right. it's just so. Again, like I said, we just have to be mindful of again with our data, which is probably one of our most important resources yeah. nowadays. We yeah. just I don't know if you just heard that you know the FBI, which the government downplayed the uh, maybe not the FBI, but um Federal law enforcement have has uh, let the United States government know that Russia has plans, if not already interfering in our next yeah. election. Yeah. Of course, the government downplayed it. But you just, know, they have proof of it. Right. But it's just the, the fact that um, our that just just wanted to 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 reemphasize the fact that our data is that important that Russia having already proven that they affected our last election wants to do it again, knowing that we know it's like you, we, we know, see you, and you know that, that we, we know, know <laughs> but we're going to do it anyway because we, and what you're going to do about it. Right. Cause is, 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 is the, is the actual tech away right. that they're bold enough to do it, knowing that everybody in the world knows it and they don't care. But I did want to say one thing is after, you know, the best intentions quote, the owner of the, the CEO of this company, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. Hoan Tun. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's right, but that's how it's spelled. Mm-hmm. He says, he wouldn't sell his product to Iran, Russia, or China. He claimed the technology is saving kids and solving crimes. Right. If I'm a CEO of a company and I have this technology and somebody's willing to, you know, pay me billions and billions of dollars for it and they give you an offer that you can't, you know, turn down. Because exit strategy, that's the thing. Right. And at the end of the day, cash is king. Right. And so he could be, have this huge moral compass and be this really great person to say, I wouldn't do this and stick to it. Or he could be say, well, I know I said that, but. Or, or not be a man of his word, Mm -hmm. but Iran or Russia or China still hack it. Hack. I mean, (laughs) they've already been breached. We know that Russia has the capability of hacking, you know, secure and, you know, allegedly impenetrable, you know, systems, Mm -hmm. you know, they've, they've hacked the (laughs) the election of of the United States of America and they're doing it again. So it's just one of those things where, you know, it's just, you know, again, good intentions and it could be the best intentions. And I could see this being very positive and very helpful, but people are people and you give people access to this type of tool, undoubtedly, because everyone's not nice. Everyone doesn't have, he may have the best intentions, but not everybody doesn't. Right. So, yeah, that's it. You know, uh, again, this goes back to my one of my uh, um, predictions that there's going to be some sort of major uh, cyber warfare uh, incident this year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this just goes to show we're getting closer and closer. And maybe this upcoming election is going to be the the next cyber warfare thing. So just just, just want to put that out there that I may I may be closer to my prediction than I already thought. Yeah. And we're only, we're just, 
you know, we're in the first quarter of the year. We're barely two months in. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. But again, shamelessly, like you said, you know, uh, breaches are just a day, of, you know, part of our everyday it's life. It's a part now. of our ethos now. Yep. So. All right. Well, I think that's all for uh, Second String. Now we're moving to For the Culture, where we talk just anything social media, anything uh, pretty much anything socially, <laughs> whatever we're going to talk, talk about, maybe tech may not. So, <laughs> right. So let's start off on a positive note before we get into the, the crazy things. Um, on Monday, um, February 24th, uh, Catherine Johnson passed away. Um, many know her, um, from the film, um, hidden figures, mm-hmm. um, Taraji P. Henson played her, her character. She was known as NASA's human computer. She, you know, calculated the trajectories that allowed, um, man to, to land on the, the moon. So, um, and we just now learned about her, just now learned about her three past, or four years, past five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, even though, um, you know, many people are aware, we did want to, as we close out black history month, you know, recognize her and honor her for her life's work. And, you know, the work that she was able to do allows people like me to go out and be able to do the work that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, she was born um, in West Virginia, um, graduated high school at 14, graduated college at 18, mm-hmm. um, and had a BS in French and mathematics. So she got a dual degree um, uh, at the age of, of 18. Um, so she went on to, to teach um, elementary and high school um, in West Virginia before joining what would now be known um, as NASA as one of their human computers. And again, I mentioned, um, if you haven't seen the film uh, Hidden Figures, it not only um, chronicles uh, Katherine Johnson, but three other human right. computers as well who helped to to get um, man on the moon. So mm-hmm. definitely, um, I saw someone post on Twitter. I was trying to find it, um, uh, but I, I, I couldn't. But, you know, look it up. You can find it on Twitter. Someone said she died in her prime. Mm-hmm. 101 uh-huh. is a prime uh-huh. number uh-huh. and she died it. at 101 I yeah did it. i see what so, you did there yeah i was like <laughs> great tweet fellow nerd but yeah so um definitely um the legacy and and you know what she was able to accomplish um especially in that time in the 50s um it definitely is um a testament mm-hmm. to to her and her her work ethic and just her brain the way it was able to to do that type of work so yep. so yep good for her uh, yep, yep rest in peace yes we thank you very much miss johnson uh, yeah so on right to, <laughs> onto the the ratchetness um so From excellence to ratchet right so uh for those who don't know there is this now viral debate going on about gifts and i kind of made a, alluded to it earlier in the show and um, there's been this uh, post, which was a video of a uh, young lady who was giving her boyfriend some gifts for his birthday. Uh, she gave him some cologne. She gave him something else. I can't remember what it was. The final thing, which was kind of like the main thing. The that piece she wanted, de resistance. Exactly. Was a rental property. She actually handed him some documents, which I'm assuming were the documents to him taking the ownership kind of right, over of the rental property. And his response <laughs> wasn't as uh, accepting as uh, you would think, you mm-hmm. know, getting a whole entire rental property uh, to his quote. Uh, let me find this quote. He said, oh, his sponsor is 
I'm not fixing this shit up, dog. <laughs> I wanted a Rolex, a chain, a effing rental property. So that was his response. <laughs> and you could hear people, you could hear people in the for his friends saying, oh, that's a boss move. That's a good job. You know, she hooked you up. But then after he said that, you could hear her or other people in the background saying, I told you, I knew that's what he was going to mm-hmm. summarize and saying, I knew that's what his response was going to be. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of important. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, you know, that uh, video then blew up on the Internet and everybody's talking about it. Everybody's discussing, you know, um, what do you what is the good? What is the response and what? what what should their whole relationship be and you know a a lot of things Mm -hmm. so i guess i wanted to get your opinion on this whole now debate you know do you do you get something it kind of boils down to do you buy something that somebody wants or do you buy them something that you think they need or what what, what's what's your whole so i if someone specifically says i would like xyz then I would say, make it easy on yourself. You know, that's what the person wants. You don't have to do a lot of work. You just go and get whatever it is, if that's within your budget. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, he was completely disrespectful yes. in the way he handled the situation. Right. And first of all, you asking your girlfriend to buy you a Rolex? Well, I mean... I get look, it, but look, we, we I don't. Know. I don't know the specifics yeah. of their relationship. You know, maybe they're not into marriage. You know, I've got a a couple of friends who you know have been through divorce or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. They've got their new person and decided, hey, we just gonna do things our way. Right. So, so uh, all that to say, but I mean, still the whole thing of even to me, and I guess it. it it ain't my money, so right. I'm not going to run your pockets. Right. But the idea of, I guess what really got me the most was his response right. to it. Right. And I think that's probably what I'm responding to more mm-hmm. I than, think that's what most than, people are responding to. Than just it being a Rolex. Mm-hmm. It could have been an iPhone right. that he wanted. And if he would have said the same or thing about shoes, an iPhone or right. Jordans or whatever the case may be, I probably would have the same reaction Mm -hmm. and you know at first i was like oh man that's kind of whack i mean i was like that's a dope gift you know you get a property you can buy you five rolexes with the residual income that's the gentle general sentiment right Uh so then i don't know if it's real or not somebody posted what the property was that's what i was gonna say and i was like yo (laughs) but the thing is he didn't know that's what the property looked like at the time right so, so my thing was, I agree. Um, he could have responded way better than he did in person, but he did it on that response was on camera that in then, front of everybody that then circulated throughout the internet. Right. So that was foul for him to respond like that, Yeah, you know, but again, like I said, I've learned not necessarily the hard way, but the way me and my wife operate again, like you said, mm-hmm we've been together long enough to where it's like, okay, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday? Mm-hmm. She tells me I go get that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I wanted to respond to, in addition to how he responded, I wanted to respond to how other people responded. Mm-hmm. Right. 
yes, he was foul for responding that way, but they was like, oh, he trash. He don't know the value of a dollar. And that's, you know, she should leave him. He's trash because, you know, he, he rather have something that depreciates that goes to our consumerist mind. He don't understand that, you know, uh, she's get you could build wealth with that. While that is true. Very true. You have to know who you are and have to know where you are. You have to meet people at their level. He made the way he, the, the reason the average roulette cost. They started about, you could get one on the low for about five to $7,000. Okay. Right? So, um, uh, everybody just said, Oh, he's trash. Throw mm-hmm. him away. Mm-hmm. You don't need him, girl. You need somebody on your level. So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Again, we don't have enough information, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know what his level of intellect is. Mm-hmm. You know, he could be, we can't assume everybody knows about real estate wealth mm-hmm. because everybody doesn't know doesn't about what everybody doesn't invest in real estate. If everybody invested in real estate, it wouldn't be no such thing. It as wouldn't invest- be a big deal. Right. Some people know, some people don't. So you just can't assume that he automatically understands sight unseen. We'll talk about that a little bit later. You mm-hmm. already mentioned it. We can't, we, we can't automatically assume that he, in his mind was handed this rental property and did the calculations and said, yes, I could make a whole bunch of money off of this. I could generate generational wealth, but I don't want to do that because I'm ignorant. So I would rather have a Rolex. We can't assume that's his calculation. His calculation could have been that I don't know nothing about rental properties. I do know about Rolexes, right? I can wear that rental property. What is that? What I'm supposed to do with this to me? This looks like another bill. This mm-hmm. looks like something I got to invest even more money into in order to get it to a point to where I, I can, can start buy a to, Rolex. I, to where I can create enough residual income to then pay for the other things I need to pay for, mm-hmm. then get those paid for and then get a Rolex. We're right. talking easy three to five, 10 years down the road. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean that we don't even, under, I can't even assume that that's the calculation he said. No, he just knew he wanted Rolex and that wasn't no Rolex. <laughs> I don't know nothing about <laughs> rental properties. I do know about Rolex. Right. Number two, like you mentioned, it looks like they did some more digging and the of course, picture, right. The, the picture of what this rental property is that she got him. Mm, mm, mm. I did on top of this, it looks tore down and he's going to put a lot of work into it. Again, we don't know if she just bought him the rental property. We don't know if she gave him the rental property and money towards fixing it up Mm -hmm. because my thing is, okay, well, if you're going to give somebody something that turns into labor, you still want to help them all because taxes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So if you're going to give him a rental property, give him a turnkey to where he's turnkey and all he has to do is go and switch things over in his name or whatever you have to do to make mm-hmm. it official and then start to generate income. Yeah. He's nowhere near that, right? No. So in addition to that, even more um, research, this is a trap house. Oh, I didn't know that part. So oh, for those who God. don't know what a trap house is, this is where drug dealers post up and either make and or sell drugs and where the people who do the drugs can come and buy and buy and then use them. So then they sit there high or whatever all day long in this house, the same area where this person, the drug dealer or whoever is making and selling these drugs. So that brings a whole nother level of, all right, not only do I have to 
get the place fixed up. I got to pay insurance. I got to pay taxes. I got to you know, pay real estate. I got to deal with getting drug dealers and drug users out of the house. Now, again, this is all internet speculation, internet research. But if you add all that up, right, of course, that's work. A lot of work, <laughs> a lot of work. So when you add all that up, you know, again, yes, ideally you want to invest in your mate and you right. want to, I mean, she's probably had all again, all the best intentions, good intentions. <laughs> and that's what it, it really sounds like. That's what she was thinking. I'm going to help him, you know, level up. I'm not just going to get him a Rolex. I'm going to give him the opportunity to buy multiple Rolex watches. And that's, and in theory, that's a good idea. But if you're doing that, so say you said the Rolex would start around five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. She probably paid a couple thousand dollars, if that much, if that much for the property. So I don't, I don't think she may have thought it fully through because if you're purchasing a trap house, what's surrounding the trap house? Right. What type of value are you going to get for that land? Exactly. Even if he does flip it, is someone going to be willing to move in that no especially if they know the area and know that's a trap house. right and if that area so even if he, they go and make this beautiful house it's all nice you know upgrades manicured lawn all this good stuff but if Blythe is all around your very pretty property no one's really going to want to move there and even if they do you're not gonna you're gonna have to price it to where people are going to want to pay that amount to go in there, which so is you, going to extend the time right. in which she can actually turn a profit. Right. And my biggest thing is I think she didn't think her process through. I think she thought, Oh, this is a great idea. And it, it is. is, it is a great idea. I do not want to no, belittle. I think, I think it's a fantastic idea. Right. Just, it needs better execution. I think we talked about execution fails last week. Right. It just need to be better executed. And his response to it mm-hmm. could have been a thousand times better. Because that was just That's what very, that was yeah. just very disrespectful yeah. and disgusting. Right. Even if he didn't want the property, he, he could have said he could have been more gracious, and they could have had a conversation after this, not surrounded by their family and friends, and mm-hmm. not with that type of language. Yeah. And if you see the video, which is his posture, it's just this whole demeanor. It's just like he just came off as really ungrateful mm-hmm. and like a petulant child. Right. I want a Rolex, and you gave right. me that stupid thing. And right. at that point, none of us knew you know, how bad the property was. We're thinking if she's doing this, it's probably, you know, pretty much moving ready. Maybe some kinks, maybe some tweaks, not a full blown dilapidated trap house. Right. But nobody knew any of that. Well, except for her, I would hope. Well, maybe (laughs) she didn't even know. Again, that goes to the fact that, like you said, execution and not doing the research with which in overall, in general, you get people what they want mm-hmm. that makes it a whole lot easier on you versus the idea. The, the idea is you want to surprise somebody with a gift that wasn't on their list, mm-hmm. wasn't in their mind, but now that they have it, Oh, this is the best thing. I can't never thank you enough. Mm-hmm. And let's just say going down the road, he does decide, you know what? <sighs> Let me go ahead and deal with this. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, he got to deal with it because it's in his name now. (laughs) He's legally tied to it. Right. But let me go ahead and and work and play this thing out. You know, clears out the riffraff, gets the place fixed up. The neighborhood kind of makes a turn. He actually makes some money. I guarantee you 
10, 15, 20 years down the road, he'll look back and be like, man, I was an ass for. He should say that now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but of course, hindsight is always 2020, right, right? Right. You know, he'll look back if they're even together, which again, that goes back to your original point. For, for all intents and purposes, this is her boyfriend. This ain't her right. husband. This ain't her brother. This ain't her father. You know, she's not even remotely tied to him in such a way to deem such a gift because right. I love my wife all to, all to death. But if we were just meeting like today, rental property is not what I'd be giving her because she's just my girlfriend. And even <laughs> if you've been in a relationship for a couple of years, you are now talking legalities, right? You're talking exactly. about court systems uh-huh. and legal documentation uh-huh. Uh-huh. and those type of things based on his response to and her ju- and just pettiness and just pettiness and based on his response to her mm-hmm. she could be like man forget this dude i'm out now what do you there's no repercussions there's really nothing he can do or she can do or she can do right if she wants to take the property back right or if he wanted to he didn't he doesn't want it anymore right likelihood he's gonna be able to sell it right so, you know, and he's still going to have to pay taxes and insurance and all those types of things on it. So, or, or he fixes it up, breaks up with her. Now he's sitting on millions of dollars because you didn't spark this real estate his mogul. Entre- this mogul, <laughs> his entrepreneur side has been inflamed. Now he rolling around with multiple Rolexes in his Rolls Royce. And, and another girl. And another baby mama. I'm just going to say baby Sitting in, sitting in your spot which you, you gave him this and now you're like oh this is what we're gonna do again this is all speculation you know we don't know we don't know these people but at the same time to like the way person i am keep confusion down you ask somebody what they're interested in what their likes are you don't have to be so direct and say what do you want for your birthday mm-hmm. what are you interested in what are your likes what mm-hmm. do you like to do what do you enjoy what are some of the things you if you had if you had five thousand dollars what would what be would the first thing it? you do yeah. with it? Let them, you know, you use that yeah. to get something. As a guy post. Exactly. Again, this is a dope gift for people who are familiar with real estate, people who can see the long run, but based on his response, he ain't this He dude. ain't got it. So. That ain't him. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. right? He knows his weaknesses. <laughs> he wants a Rolex. Get so- the man a Rolex. And then keep it moving. Yeah. Right. And if he wanted to get a Rolex, get him something else. Because he said a chain. He said some other things, too. Mm-hmm. So I think she was trying to stunt for the gram. Yeah. And the yeah. stunt went wrong. Yeah. Again, but I don't think his, he, his response was trash. But I don't think that is cause to say, oh, he's an idiot or you need to uh, uh, get rid of him or throw him away because he could be very, yeah, he could be very well. He could even know about real estate Mm -hmm. and be like, this is way too much for me to take on. I can't take this on right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, almost like, I mean, it's, it's not the same, but you know, you, it's like me and you are dating or somebody and I'd be like, Hey, I adopted this kid that we're going to take care of. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where did this kid come from? <laughs> of course, a house and a kid is not the same thing, but do you think in that level? It's the same type of response. It's, 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 it's a major responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Jesus, man. Aye, aye, aye. But again, you know, the internet loves a debate and a controversy. We but, love something to go viral so we can argue back and forth about it. Right, right, right. And it did kind of 
follow, I did when, you know, doing it, like kind of doing a little research. It did follow along gender. You know, most of the dudes was like, oh, she wrong for doing this. You know, she should have got him a chain. And the women are like, oh, girl, he trash. I don't know mm-hmm. why you dating that dude. You need to get rid of him because he don't know. You trying to, to glow him up and he don't. You uh, trying to upgrade him. And that's the problem with men nowadays. They don't understand a good woman when they got him. Like, hold up. That's a lot. <laughs> Let's just back up. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> But again, that's that's social media for you. Yeah, definitely social media. Yeah, all right, you. all right. So that's it for the culture. Let's move into the hookup, and it looks like Nika's got us a hookup tip for the week. I do. All right. I do have a hookup tip for the week, and it honestly comes out of um, something that happened to me on yesterday. Okay. So. Um, on the iPhone, you can set your emergency contacts um, on your phone. So, uh, you know, typically people do like in case of emergency, you know, they tag it. But now you can actually set who you want your emergency contacts to be. So if you are in trouble or, you know, something happens to you, I think we've talked about it before with Lyft and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. There's a way that you can place an emergency call, share your location um, all by, you know, clicking a couple buttons on your iPhone. Mm-hmm. So, um, the first thing is, um, if you have an iPhone eight or later, so meaning iPhone eight, 10, you know, 11, 10 on up are, yeah. to the way that you engage this is pressing and holding the side button mm-hmm. and one of the volume buttons. It doesn't matter which one until the, you, you'll see a slider, a countdown, a countdown that mm-hmm. says emergency SOS. Mm-hmm. So then you slide that. It calls your it calls emergency services, and if you keep holding that side button down, um, it'll make uh, an alert sound. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it'll make the alert. So sound. I didn't know that. So, yeah. um, so I thought originally that if you just kept pressing, like you could do it indiscriminately, mm-hmm. like if you're, you're feeling in distress. Mm-hmm. So you could do it either way. So you could do it, you know, incognito right, or right. You no. Know. So if you press and hold the buttons, like Nika mentioned. The screen pops up where you can turn the phone off. Mm-hmm. You can show your medical ID. Like I said, if you know, if you're in a car if you're, accident. If, and if you're in a medical situation. Right. But yeah. if you are in distress, you can slide this emergency SOS. And then like Nika said, it'll call somebody who you've deemed an emergency contact. They just right. won't call 911 yeah. or the police. You have to go in and set who your emergency contacts are. It'll share their location, text message, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But again, if you want to do it indiscriminately, you just press and hold the buttons like mm-hmm. you're down at your side, put your hand in your purse or your wallet or your jacket, whatever yep. the case may be, press and hold the buttons. Mm-hmm. And in five seconds, it's five it'll, seconds. It'll, it'll, it'll automatically count down, count down. automatically do it without you even having to press swipe on right. the SOS. Yeah. And it'll send um, a text saying this is an SOS emergency. It'll share the location. You can open up and see where the person is. Um, and so if you have, it's a little bit different for if you have a seven or earlier mm-hmm. so in order to essentially get the same screen you have to press the top button instead of a side button on the newer phones the top right. button yeah, yeah, you yeah, press yeah. it quickly five times okay and essentially the same thing okay. you slide the button over so i bring this up because of my dear mother okay i, I love her very much oh i know where this is going but she butt dials people all the time she butt dialed me today uh-huh. um so she engaged her sos um, thing. So I'm like, Oh my God, I call her. Right. Well, at first I look at the location and the location was her job. Okay. I said, 
that's probably nothing. I was like, let me call. Right. So I call her and she was like, yeah, I did it by accident. And so I was like, okay. And so throughout the night and throughout the day, every time she moved, I got another text with no. her location. Oh yeah. Right. She didn't turn <laughs> the, thing the location off. Mm. She just had the whole thing just running in the background. And I'm like, mom, can you please turn this off? I don't know how to. I don't know how to. So the real hookup is, it's great, you know, to make the to mercy call. On. Yeah. The real hookup for me is <laughs> turning turn it off. off. <laughs> so to turn stop out. sharing your location, you'll see um, at the top of the screen will be like a little blue um, updates bar. Right. You tap that status bar mm-hmm. and select stop sharing emergency location. Mm-hmm. Mom, just, just turn, tap the button. Right. It's already, it's not something that's, you know, oh, I can ignore. It's like when you're on the phone and you see like little the bars. Am- up. The amble alert. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's just a little, a little blue bar at uh-huh. the top. Uh-huh. And she was like, I don't know how to do it. I'm telling you, I got, I'm looking at my phone now. I got like 12 what, location, location changes because right. her and my aunt were out shopping oh after boy. she got off work. Oh so boy. every time she changed locations, this morning when she get went to work, it sent me another. I'm like, oh my God, this is dying. <laughs> dying. And so then she finally does it. She was like, I don't know how to do it. So I sent her a screenshot. I went to the Googles, did a screenshot because my mom needs mm-hmm. screenshots mm-hmm. or otherwise, I don't know what this is. Right. So I sent her a screenshot on how to turn it off. Okay. And then she texted me. She's like, did it stop? Did it stop? I was like, you got to give me a little bit of time to see if it, if, if I don't get any more. Right. So they stopped. So that's my hookup for the day. How to turn emergency services off. How to turn it off. <laughs> it's great to turn it on. Right. But I told her, I was like, you have to be careful with these things because it kind of sends people in a bit of a panic when they don't know what's going on. Right. So tur- turn it off. <laughs> Just tap the status bar at the top and say, stop sharing your emergency location. When... If you are in danger, when you're out of danger. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. So, yeah. All right. We'll make sure we put that link to the uh, page in the show notes. Yes. But other than that, I think that is it for this week. Yep, uh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, didn't we get a, um, we got an email, didn't we? Oh, did we? I have to check and see. I think we got it. I think I saw something pop up. I could be wrong, but I thought I saw a submission from, yeah, from the website. Bruce Wilson? Is that the one you're talking about? No, no that's old. Let me see. This one is talking about. Oh, he wants to. He's talking about. So let's read it. So we got a submission from the website from Ryan Walden, and the subject was sports. Lewis Hamilton. And okay. the message says, as an Apple fanboy geek of color, and he gives his uh, ethnicity. I don't know. I think this may be a Native American tribe. Possibly. Lakota Lakota Nation. Mm -hmm. Sorry for messing that up, Ryan. And African-American. I am both grateful for and excited by your show. Thank you very much. Um, I love that you talk about culture, including various flavors of sports ball. I am not a fan Mm -hmm. of any American football teams or any NBA teams. However, I am a mad petrol head. So I submit to you one Lewis Hamilton, Formula One's first black driver, and the reigning six-time world champion. Sure is. I would love to hear um, about sports figures like him who come from outside of traditional um, ball, ball and stick. 
zones. Mm-hmm. Thank again for all that you do. Hey, Ryan, that's a great idea. Hadn't thought about, you know, some of our listeners who may not be more, may not be into some of the traditional sports that we are, that we have here in America. I know I have rugby, cricket, soccer's huge. And now Formula One. So definitely thanks for, for sending that over. And we'll definitely keep that in mind going forward. Yeah. And so I will see your Lewis Hamilton and raise you an issue that is becoming popular in football, not football, football to where a lot of these, especially in the English premier league, I've been doing a little, mm-hmm. little, little checking it out, trying mm-hmm. to do, you know, trying to expand my horizons because there was a time when I was off the NFL. So mm-hmm. I started watching soccer specifically, the premier Spend league, right? So uh, specifically the premier league, you know, probably one of the popular more soccer leagues in the nation almost because soccer is a global sport, not mm-hmm. just American, not just European, mm-hmm. you know, all over the globe, right? all over the world. So, We've got fans who are, you know, of course, I hate to bring it, bring it down, but, you know, there are some prominent African-American or African descent players over in the Premier League, over in the uh, uh, German League, so on and so forth. And they are starting to see and get a lot of backlash from fans or audience in the stadiums as it relates to race. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got, um, you know, African-American or just African descent players and people are doing things like, you know, spewing racial epithets, you know, doing things like throwing symbolic stuff on the fields, like throwing bananas, bananas yeah. you know. So all that to say, uh, thank you for the um, the information. We'll definitely talk more about things like Lewis Hamilton and we'll make sure to where if there are some issues that affect, you know, us in general, the global community, right. Or African-American yeah. specific as it relates to some of these larger sports or different sports outside of basketball and football, we'll make sure to bring those up as well as well. So again, going back to Lewis Hamilton, what is interesting about him is he's relatively young. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about uh, racing, you think of old guys, mm-hmm. you know, this guy's relatively young and he's done a lot in a Six short time. time. Mm-hmm. And raining. And not just, you know, Rudy Poot teams. This is with McLaurin, which is one of the. This is mad money. Uh-huh. I mean, it takes a lot of money to run these cars. It's not like, you know, nothing against NASCAR, anything like that. But these are high performance, mm-hmm. you know, European cars that they ride through. They're not particularly on. I know some of them ride on tracks, but some of the ones I think it's the Monte Carlo one Mm -hmm. they ride these super fast supercharger cars (laughs) through these narrow streets curvy streets in Uh you know on the street it's not in a enclosed safer space so it's definitely a skill set yeah 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 it's definitely you know huge so uh lewis hamilton uh just some just to spot off some of his uh information he currently holds the records for the all-time most career points all-time most career pole positions the most grand slams in a season and the most points in a season. So again, this is not some old dude, you know, this is a young cat who's, you know, pretty much done a lot Mm -hmm. in his short period of time with some large names. Like I said, talking about formula one, we're talking about Mercedes AMG talking about McLaren, you know, some of these big time names. So this is not just some dude over here who happens to be of African descent. And is doing this, you know, this is big time. So definitely uh, we want to say thank you for bringing that to our attention. And we'll definitely start to think more global 
because it sounds like Snob the West, we... We're out here. We, we're, we're, we out here. You know? We're expanding. <laughs> so definitely, so, thanks for thanks for sending us that note, Ryan. That's definitely something we will keep on our radar and talk about as you know things come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we appreciate it again. Like I said, if you, which kind of leads us into the outro, yep. uh, definitely uh, download, rate, and review us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can definitely engage with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at snob os cast and you can leave comments and suggestions if you want to do it via the web which is what my man did you can leave it at snob or you can shoot us an email snob at gmail.com but other than that that is it we will see you next week bye peace